At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is our number three of Beeson's Primetime Action live from the South Point Hotel Casino here on the tip of the strip in Las Vegas. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us Friday night. Uh, I will say it again. These Friday night shows, if you are betting the National Football League, are essential to your betting sort of arc during the week. I don't think you can make a bet contest or actual legitimate in your account without hearing about final injury reports here on a Friday night. Obviously, contest deadlines tomorrow games themselves on Sunday. Uh, we will get to the Monday night game here momentarily. Kelly, let's update college football and baseball. Por favor, sir. Yeah, big play by uh, Louisville here to get into UCF territory. 26-yard line of UCF. We are 14-14 in that game, one minute before halftime. UCF still a 4.5-point live favorite, 655 is your live total in that game. Over in Major League Baseball, Nationals on top of the Rockies. That game is in the top of the sixth inning. Live uh, Nationals minus 400 live Rockies plus 313.5 your live total. Yankees leading the Indians now 2 to nothing in the top of the seventh. Live numbers currently off the board. That game just popped up. Yankees minus 500. No, sorry. Yankees minus 1450 up two Ooh. runs. Indians plus 750, but late in the game there. Twins up on the Blue Jays, 7-3, bottom of the sixth. The Twins minus 827.25 live now, and plus 600 coming back on the Blue Jays, 13 and a half uh, is live. So I'm just laughing that live line changed about three times while I was looking at it. Pirates and Marlins, the big one tonight. Pirates up 2-1 <laughs> to, one, two to one over the Marlins. That game at the bottom of the sixth, no live numbers currently up. Phillies on top of the Mets, 2-1. to one. 
That game in the top of the sixth inning, Phillies minus 255 live Mets plus 190, six and a half your live total. The Tigers leading the Rays four to one. That game into the bottom of the sixth inning now. Tigers minus 675 Rays plus 425, seven and a half the live total. Red Sox lead the Orioles three to one, bottom of the fifth. Live numbers on that game Red Sox minus 1300. Uh, Orioles plus 750, or you could catch three and a half runs with the Orioles. Seven and a half live total shaded to the over. Uh, Dodgers and Reds. Reds leading this game three to nothing in the bottom of the sixth. Reds minus 950 live. Dodgers plus 550, five and a half live total. White Sox up on the Rangers two to nothing. That game in the top of the third. White Sox minus 500. Rangers plus 375, eight and a half the live total. And Diamondbacks and Astros, scoreless in the bottom of the third. Astros minus 260 live. Diamondbacks plus 210. And the Cubs and Brewers, that game scoreless top of the fourth. Brewers minus 200, though, live. Cubs plus 165, five and a half live total. And last game going on right now, Mariners lead the Royals 2-0 in the bottom of the third inning. Mariners minus 240 live. Royals plus 195, 8.5. You're live. Did you give a uh, Cardinal score? Did I miss it? Cardinals up on the Padres 3-0. Big, big game there in St. Louis, bottom of the bottom of the second. Cardinals half game lead over the Padres for the number two wildcard position in the National League. Full game lead over the Reds. Reds really hitting Walker Bueller well in this game, and that is going to be a two-run shot for the Reds and the greater... No, it's not. (laughs) 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 They gave me that angle where it looked like it was going, and then all of a sudden Mookie Betts was on the morning track. Three to nothing, it remains in favor of the Reds, though, as we go to the seventh. So huge implications there for both the Reds and in the case of the Padres and the Cardinals when it comes to the number two wildcard position, and in the case of the Dodgers, huge implications for the Giants, who play later on tonight as the Giants come into tonight with a one-game lead over the Dodgers in the NL West. Let us talk some college football. As promised, he is the bear from ESPN's College Game Day, simply the best thing that ESPN does, where he hangs out today in State College, Pennsylvania. Happy Valley, where he's going to take in the Penn State-Auburn game. It's Chris Felique, everybody. How you doing, Chris? I'm exhausted, Jill. I'm exhausted. I wonder why. Oh. <laughs> yes. Multiple reasons. You're traveling, and then there's other reasons we don't want to get into. Uh, how you doing, man? You good? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We're good. Just uh, uh, good, good to be out here and just uh, it feels like a weird weekend. There really isn't a like a super-duper, like, marquee game that uh, I think really is going to affect the Tyler race. But uh, sometimes on, on weeks like this, we get pleasantly surprised with some either some big upsets or some uh, good performances. So we'll see what tomorrow has to uh, has to offer. Yeah, there's a few. I mean, uh, obviously, Alabama-Florida is one of them. Uh, one could make the case that Cincinnati-Indiana is interesting. But Auburn-Penn State is about as good as it gets. Uh, with Penn State favored now by five, how do you view this game tomorrow at State College? It, it, I really don't know what to make of either team. Uh, It's hard to really figure out what Auburn is. I mean, they beat Akron and what Alabama is state Um, and and Penn state, the one game we saw them against a real team. uh, They had couldn't get a first down on the first half against Wisconsin. uh, Got some fortunate red zone luck with Wisconsin turning the ball over and they predictably uh, beat ball state handily last week. But, I get a sense that this is probably, if I had to play this game, uh, I would probably look away from like the actual 
side in total. And I might just look towards a, a first quarter or a first half under. Uh, I think it will be pretty loud and, and, and raucous in there tomorrow night. Uh, I think you'll probably see an Auburn team be conservative early, uh, run the ball with Bigsby, kind of work themselves into the game. And, and I think they're, you know, the Auburn defense with, with those linebackers can probably hold their own against the Penn State offense that couldn't get a first down in the first half uh, against Wisconsin. So I would expect a lower scoring first quarter, first half, and then depending on the way the game goes, uh, things can get out of hand. But I, I try and focus on the first half. Chris, this uh, Alabama and Florida game for the beginning of the week, it was kind of toggling back and forth between 14 and 14 and a half. It seems like when they get down to 14, people would take Alabama. It would get up to 14 and a half. People would take Florida. It's settled in at 14 and a half now. It hasn't moved in a, in, in a, in a couple of days now. It's pretty much across the board at 14 and a half. So a little bit more than two touchdowns here. I, we, we all think that Alabama's the best team in the country. That said, are they more than two touchdowns better on the road than Florida? They probably are, but I'm glad I didn't get involved in this game uh, this week is hearing reports of weather tomorrow down there uh, in, in Gainesville. And I think in a game like that, uh, I would really have to lean towards uh, the, the best units on the field. And that's the, the Alabama offensive line and the Alabama defensive line. Uh, is, is, is Richardson healthy? How's his hamstring? If the field is slick and wet, uh, it wouldn't take very much for him to retweet that thing. And we've seen what Nick Saban uh, can do uh, to, to young, inexperienced quarterbacks. And Emory Jones has been a turnover machine. I don't think Florida scores very many points tomorrow. I'd be potentially looking at a, a Florida team total under because because I think Alabama could could really just could, this could be like one of those like Alabama just kind of like. 12 play, just run the ball and just kind of like, I, I guess like a sleeper hole, James' submission and, uh, and maintain possession here. So I would, uh, I'd look at a Florida team total under. Chris, I uh, have some sense of this because you were kind enough to be on a numbers game this morning, as you are each and every Friday morning here on VEASAN. Uh, but give us your first, or uh, your top two or three picks uh, against the number tomorrow. Uh, I really like Wake Forest against Florida State. and uh, I think there were some four and a halfs out there. Uh, look, I think we all got excited and happy and thrilled to see Mackenzie Milton out on the field a couple of weeks ago in that comeback against Notre Dame. But but the, the numbers are what the numbers are. Uh, blowing a double-digit lead to a to an FCS team. Uh, Milton's only averaging about five yards an attempt this year. Uh, Jordan Travis, the other quarterback, uh, is throwing three picks and 22 attempts. Uh, I, I think the talent level at Wake Forest is a little bit underrated. Sam Hartman is going to be the best quarterback on the field tomorrow. And, and, and I think if you look at what Florida State has done on the road the last few years, uh, the 14 road games that they've played, they're 2-12. and 12. And the two wins came against a Bobby Petrino coach Louisville team and a Steve Adazio coach Boston College team. So we're not exactly talking about world beaters here. And the, and the 12 games that lost came by over three touchdowns on average. So uh, I, I think Wake Forest uh, really uh, extends that uh, that Florida, the, the Florida State struggles and uh, send the Noles to 0-3. And then one more here before we go. Have we lost Chris? I think we lost Chris. Oh, there we go. You got one more yeah, you like? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, I like West Virginia laying the two and a half against Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to call it a system play because that infers that I'm only playing it because of a, a historical like trend where you've got the, the the ranked team on the road who's an underdog to an unranked team. But 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 I, I think I mean those numbers bear out. Um, 
by the way. Uh, the the unranked favorites are like 16 and 7 uh, on the field over like the last five years in this situation. But I think that uh, Virginia Tech win against North Carolina to start the year was a lot more about North Carolina kind of imploding uh, in the national spotlight in a raucous lane stadium. Howell was terrible, a bunch of new players on offense. Hokies didn't have 300 yards in the game. I mean, Burmeister made some plays, and and I was surprised at West Virginia how scrappy their defense was in that opening game against Maryland. Uh, they lost a key guy at every single level uh, of that defense, but they played well enough to win that game. Uh, Daigie has improved from where he was last year. And I just have to have to go with with West Virginia here. I think at home, laying a short number, uh, I'm going to put my trust in Neil Braskin. All right. Uh, have fun tomorrow. I love State College, man. I know you're going to have a good time. And uh, enjoy going around the country all season long, Chris, and going to from oh, we will. legalized jurisdiction to legalized jurisdiction. That must be an added bonus these days. It's, 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 been a, it's been a fun two weeks. I can imagine. Chris Malika, everybody, the bear. Thank you, Chris, as always. Take care. Uh, Take care, guys. You can follow him, of course, on Twitter at Chris Felica, F-A-L-L-I-C-A. Would be nice to have your name as your Twitter handle, wouldn't it, Matt Brown? You Matt Brown out there that just is sitting on that Twitter handle and doesn't even use it. <laughs> doesn't ever use it. So mocking you, the Matt Brown uh, Twitter handle. We'll come back. We'll do the Monday night game between the Lions and the Packers. We will preview late baseball. And then our primetime action, Circa contest entry. We will barter and we will come to a conclusion right here on Beeson's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like the man said, Brett Musburger, it is primetime action. Glad you could stick around with us tonight. One more football game to get to, and we will preview baseball. Matter of fact, let's preview the baseball right now, if you would, Matt. Um, unless you're making a wager, in which case I was I looking at wagers. Okay, I was I'm just, like, you know, just, just we got to peruse. It's the only thing we're allowed to do. We got to check this dinner res. We got to we got to peruse. <laughs> no resis. No resis. No resis. No resis. No resis tonight. Uh, we have one, uh, two first pitches still to come. A's and the Angels. Irvin versus Diaz. Irvin and the A's. Minus 125 favorites, plus 105 on the Angels as underdogs. And then we have a 945 Eastern, 645 Pacific. That is the Braves and the Giants. Ian Anderson, Logan Webb. Logan Webb and the Giants. Minus 170 favorites, plus 150 on Anderson and the Braves as underdogs. And Giants scoreboard watching here. Liking what they're seeing in Cincinnati with the Reds up. Three to nothing over the Dodgers headed to the bottom of the seventh there at the Great American Ballpark. All right, uh, final football game to get into is the Monday Nighter. It is the Lions and the Packers, two teams that uh, lost in week one. The Packers in a sort of brutal fashion uh, in their game against the New Orleans Saints, 38 to three, I believe was the final score. Uh, and then there's the Lions, who, again, were down 24 with two minutes left and somehow made it a cosmetic loss of eight points and even had the ball at the Niners' 24-yard line late with a chance to perhaps tie it and send it to overtime. Not to be, though. Packers, 11.5-point favorites on Monday night with a total at 48. Yeah, it is 12 at DraftKings, 12.5 at FanDuel, 11 at Rivers. So there are varying numbers out there if you guys want to uh, to get in on this thing. So depending on which side you want to be on, be sure and shop around. Um, Gil, you you ask uh, everybody on your podcast every single week which game of the week if you, you, you want absolutely nothing to do with, and this would be the game yeah. for me um, for a couple of reasons. For one... There is, there's a, a lot of reason to believe that the Packers bounce back here and and control this game. I mean, listen, look, the Lions were getting absolutely destroyed in that game against the 49ers, and then the scoreboard is not indicative of really how that game went because a freak, you know, a couple of freak plays, a weird fumble, an onside kick, all this stuff, and the next thing you know, Lions are back in the game. But they were just getting absolutely pummeled by the 49ers. So the Packers should be able to handle this game fairly cleanly. That said, you do look at this Lions team and you you look at this spread and you go, okay, 
12 points, 11 and a half points. The Packers defense did get shredded last week. Is Can this Lions team do this whole backdoor cover thing yet again? And even though they didn't, they didn't quite get there, I guess it depends on what number you got. But so for me, I look at this and I say like, yes, the Packers win. Do they win by this spread right here? And now just, uh, I should point out, they put uh, one of their very best defensive players at Area Smith on IR today. Mm. Um, you know, would they need him against the Lions? Not necessarily, but still not a good thing for the Packers moving forward. The the Packers were under, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers was under duress so many times last week against the Saints, but that is just a, a pretty good Saints defense, man. A pretty good Saints front four as well. Lions aren't going to produce any sort of any sort of pressure like that that he saw last week. He should have all the time in the world to throw. He had the one of the lowest on-target throw percentages of his career last week against the Saints. And, again, that should all come back around against this Lions team. I like the Packers. I even like the Packers big. But, Gil, winning about 10 points is big. Yes. You know, I mean, like a 10-point win is, yeah. is big. And so now this thing's at 11, 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half. Again, like I mentioned, at one book out there. Just don't have any confidence in saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. That's the direction I'm gonna go. I, I hear you, um, and I don't mean to offend because I know you went all in on Minnesota and Survivor, so you're mm-hmm. not in Survivor. But this will be a very popular Survivor pick. Yes, the Packers. And like I said, that had I yes, that's this was the direction I was going. Yeah, because you don't necessarily want to lose the Browns this early. Mm-hmm. And if you hadn't taken Tampa Bay in Week One against the Cowboys, you probably don't want to probably don't want to burn them either. And, and we have questions about the Packers, we right? Do. And so, we do. We don't know how so good they are. there are. Qu- I mean, you, you're like, oh, well, what about saving the Packers? Well, think about it this way: What if the Packers aren't any good? Do you know, right. what, what if what if they're not good? At least you get them against a very weak team at the beginning of the year, where this this team doesn't have a chance to maybe get better over the course of the season. Have Jared Goff like get some chemistry or whatever it might be with these receivers, or so like it, it, you're you're at least catching a bad team early in the season. Yeah, and even in in the one that we're in here, Circus Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has over 4,000 entries, 4,080 entries to be precise to start the season. Now a bunch, 15% roughly got knocked out last week in week one. There's a there's a Thanksgiving Day and a Christmas Day quirk where it's not just 18 weeks you have mm-hmm. to get through, but Thanksgiving Day is its own week, and Christmas, the, the sort of three games that lead up to Christmas, uh, are its own week too. So there, you have a choice of six teams in both of those cases. The Packers happen to play on Christmas Day, uh, or Christmas week. I'm not sure if it's mm-hmm. Christmas Day itself, but that that those three games of uh, that qualifies the Christmas part of it. But they host the Browns, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, I don't want to waste yeah. the Christmas, you know, because I want to have all six options." And my thing, it's like you're gonna play one of them, though. Yeah. <laughs> my, my counter to that is just what you just said, Matt, yeah. which is, are we even sure they're good, the yeah. Packers? And even if they are, are you taking them against the Browns? Right. I'm not. Right. So I don't really have any problem taking the Packers mm-hmm. here. Now, again, Survivor is probably misnamed, so optimally you wouldn't take the Packers, Browns, or the Bucks. But in this particular case, I'm happy to take them and just move on to, to uh, week number three. And Kelly, you did not play Survivor, just to clarify once again. Correct. And why did you not play Survivor again? Uh, I probably would have done the exact same thing Matt Brown did, so I'm... Uh... Oh, it's funny. They Minnesota. broke it down, and they were like seventy-five entries. Pick the pick the uh, Vikings or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. I <laughs> like they were like seventy-two people. They said they were like seventy-two people. Pick the Vikings. I'm like, 
No, no, because I had all five three, and then all three with me. Not seventy-two people. That's 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 not true. I had the Vikings on some of my entries too. Um, The night is done for both starters in this uh, in this Dodgers Reds game. Walker Bueller goes six innings, gives up six hits, three earned, two walk, five K. He goes ninety-five pitches. Luis Castillo six and a third, five hits, no runs, two walks, and ten Ks for him. He throws. 111 pitches. The Reds know how important this game is, and mm-hmm. so they left Castillo in as long as they possibly could. 111 pitches for him. And although that comes out as a quality start for Walker Buehler, by the way, do we still talk about quality starts? Is that still a thing? I don't hear it as in much fantasy anymore. baseball. That's yeah. the, the in fantasy baseball because yeah. wins have gone by the wayside in fantasy baseball. Right. So it's quality start. Well, quality start for Walker Buehler, but he was really getting tagged all night. Like this is besides that one game against the Giants where he got absolutely shelled on a Sunday night. Uh, this is probably one of his worst-looking outings of the year, uh, which is saying something because he's obviously a Cy Young candidate along with his teammates, Max Scherzer, and I'll say it, Julio Arias. But uh, again, Reds up 3 to nothing. Reds a game behind the Cardinals to start the night for that number 2 wildcard position with the Padres wedged in between them. Cardinals uh, up on the Padres 3 to nothing. Is that still the score? Checking right now. Uh, yes, that is still the score. Cardinals up three to nothing, top of the fourth on the Padres. So huge implications for all these games in baseball. Yankees get a home run just now. Uh, Brett Gardner three run. with a three-run Jimmy Jam, and that uh, that takes a two to nothing lead and makes it five to nothing. So the Yankees in business. Uh, well, make it six to nothing. Pardon me, I missed the third run. So it's six to nothing. They just doubled up the score. On the tribe, six to nothing in the bottom of the seven. Still nobody out. So the Yankees well on their way there, which is significant because the Twins hit another home run in their game against the Blue Jays. Twins are up on the Blue Jays seven to three. Uh, now, Kelly, you just put a interesting. I was just going to talk about this. You just put up the Boston Baltimore game. Yeah. What am I looking at? Boston is wearing their traditional yellow. <laughs> what? What am I looking at? Their traditional yellow and blue. Yellow and blue. Sorry, I mean, this is one TV I did not have this game on. I was just Sweden is playing the Orioles. Interesting. So I, I wanted to point this out because we, we, we talked about, yeah, there must be a reason, right? We talked Isaiah about. It says they're the City Connect jerseys. Oh, that means, oh yes. okay. The City Connect jerseys. Sure, sure. Um, it does honors occur to me. the Boston me, Marathon, apparently. I'm sorry? Honors the Boston Marathon. It honors the Boston Marathon? Does it honor the marathon itself or the bombing of the marathon? Not sure. I'm going to guess yeah. the second one, but okay. I'm not sure. I'll look now it. I feel bad that we're making fun of the uniforms if that's the case. Uh, anyway, it's not a recognizable Boston Red Sox uniform. But I wanted to ask you this about, you know, because we talk about baseball every night. We talk mm-hmm. about the Giants and the Dodgers. We talk about the Yankees. We talk about the race for the NL wild card. You know who we never talk about? The Red Sox and the Braves. Ever. And the Red Sox have overperformed all year, right? They're they're beating their season. They're going to beat their season win total. Uh, they're right right now coming into tonight. They're in the number two wild card, really a dead heat, really with the Blue Jays. And it looks like the Blue Jays are going to lose, maybe. Um, and even if the Yankees win, Boston would end up being in the number one wild card position after tonight. And then the Braves are coasting in the NL East, like the Phillies and the Mets can't catch them, seemingly. Um, so. I don't why, know why is it that we never I talk know. about these two teams? Sox wore these on Patriots Day. Players asked to wear them again. Apparently. Gotcha. Patriots Day being the early morning, eleven a.m. Eastern we, game in April. We talked about we talked about the Red Sox in the first half, and then we, just, we never, we never talked about them. Never talked about them. And we never talked about the Braves. Braves and, might not even be a team for on this show. What was the Red Sox? What was the Red Sox Braves 
World Series matchup odds. We got to check those from yesterday. Yeah, I'll check in the break. Literally something we would never even think about. We'll come back. Our Circa Millions primetime action entry. We debate it next and come up with our five picks right here on primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your Visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access, and I mean full, to VEASAN.com data and analysis. Everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. That's a 20 and then $2 bills. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Kill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. It is time for our Circa contest selections here on Primetime Action. Uh, Matt Kelly and I. The sir, moment they've all been waiting the for. The moment they've all been Seriously. waiting for. All right, Kelly, you are you are the one who has culled this all together, so I'll let you do the honors, Your Honor. Yeah, this is, uh, all right, so we all sent in five five picks separately. Uh, and we see, I would not have thought that the, the Patriots would oh, have been Oh, wow, I wouldn't either. Look at that. Look we at see us. what we all match on, so the, three, right. the two we match on were Chiefs and Patriots. And then we got two with two votes, Rams and Cardinals. That's, I'm part of I'm part of both of those. That's both of you. Yes. That's both of you. Oh. One vote, Titans for me. One vote. Falcons for me. <laughs> Eagles for Matt, I believe, right? And then Gil and I bump heads on Bills versus Dolphins. Okay, so we're out on that, right? Yeah, yeah it's so off I'm, the board. Right? I am completely fine with Rams going through because they were like sixth on my list. So you can write we can write that one down now. That one's fine. And honestly, Cardinals are all right, so Chiefs, that was easy. Chiefs, Chiefs Pats, Patriots, Rams, Cardinals. Yeah, Chiefs, Pats, Rams, Cardinals. And now to barter for the fifth pick between the Titans, Falcons, and Eagles. Well, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I, I like two of the three on there. But uh, I do think, like, you know, the other one I think we should consider here is one you brought up that I didn't really think about as much. It's the Steelers. Yeah. I feel We're like getting a better number, right, in the, from the contest to, to this. Like, I can look up, the, but I'm pretty sure... Yeah, what are the Steelers? Are they six in the contest? Six plus uh, minus six, Kelly? We should probably throw Jackson. up the circuit. There we go. Uh, okay, so Pittsburgh, not listed. Yeah, they're, uh, so they're six. They're six, okay. So there they are, top right. Um, so let's go back to our picks, and let's just talk these through real mm-hmm. quick. Here is the... So the one votes are Titans, Falcons, Eagles. Okay, so Titans, six-point dogs against the Seahawks. We all sort of agree that number really shouldn't be that, but none of us really love the Titans. So I'm thinking that's the weakest of the bunch because there's no injury angle among that, and there's no outlandish number angle. Because the Falcons, again, well, I think the outlandish number angle is that this was three and a half before week one, right? This is just an overreaction number. Right. But I guess what I'm saying is, at least in the Falcons' case, the Bucks have those injuries in the secondary. Yeah. And in the Eagles' case, the Niners' defense is decimated. And in the Steelers' case, unit versus unit, defensive yeah. line versus offensive line. So I just feel like the Titans is the least. Okay. I, I don't know if it's you It's certainly with the that. one that I would be least. Yeah. Okay, then we'll cross it off. Least confident. Because yeah. I know me, I, it's, I feel like me and you are both cool with Falcons. So what is does what would Matt prefer between Falcons-Steelers, I guess? Falcons-Eagles-Steelers. What do you prefer? You don't like well, he Eagles? he prefers the Eagles. You don't like I don't, Eagles? I don't like the Eagles. Don't oh, like Kelly doesn't like the Eagles. Kelly doesn't like the Eagles. All right. 
It's fine. I only went four and one on the in last week, so it's fine. <laughs> I knew Dylan, this was gonna happen. I, I know, right? No, <laughs> Dude, I just get, I'm like, just kidding. It's look, I, I that was a that wasn't gonna make I, honestly that wasn't gonna make my card until this afternoon. Right. Like, and then the, that came through and then that's like it was, honest guy, that wasn't gonna make my card until till this afternoon. What was Matt's line last week? Um, he was like, I don't want to influence you guys when I say it, but didn't influence me too much, obviously. Um, obviously. That was you, you keep y'all keep butchering the line. Guys the y'all keep card. butchering the line. I said Kelly. I didn't want both of us sending ours to Kelly, and then Kelly not having done his yet, to where then he looks at both of ours, and no, then he's no, influenced no. by. Yeah, I, we, I, know, I we know it. what it you meant. Just, just, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, because that's a tiebreaker, right? Like you could be sitting right, there yeah, going like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I'm on the fence," but they both like this one, so I'll get the you know no, I'll do this right. one. At least this keeps it where we have like a good debate. And and and, and, so, and and to be perfectly honest, Rams were when I wrote down when I when I, when I really went through the contest and what I liked this week, I came up with seven. Rams were Rams were number six on the cutoff, so that's where I'm like Rams. I'm perfectly fine with sending through. Cardinals, I'll, yeah, so, I'm not as big of a fan of, but I'm okay with this since you both really like it. So, and again, like like I said, I was going to have the squarest. So I can tell you my two cards this week because I have two entries. So my two will be – so I have all those, Chiefs, Patriots, Rams, Cardinals. As and then I. one will have Eagles and one will have Steelers. If, if I don't know if this makes us want to do this more or want to do this less, but if we, do, if we go do Steelers, we will have played 10 favorites so far in the contest. Ooh. It almost makes it cooler. I don't know. Interesting. Otherwise, you're nine favorites and one dog. <laughs> yeah, interesting. I don't have a problem with the Falcons for the reasons that we kind of laid out, right? That I think the back door is open fairly big. I really wish it was 13 instead of 12 and a half, yeah. which is why they did. I know why they did it. Yeah. Well, I really, like, I really wish the Eagles was three and a half and not three. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know why they did it. I get it. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, so complete transparency. Those are my two entries for the week. So the four that you see in the unanimous and two votes, and then I'm going to have one with Eagles, and I'll have one with one with Steelers. And well, I have and I have the four with the Dolphins. Yeah, Gill, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Gill, same thing. Um, Boy, you, that, that it, Steelers one feels like we're making a mistake leaving that off. It really, it really, it really does. I mean, I'm know. fine with that. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna, not gonna fight that one. Maybe we that's maybe that's how we play this. But, but is again, that is that bad? Like we had this whole process marked yeah. out, and none of us put the Steelers. Right. Well, because I wasn't quite aware of just how many injuries. Like on the way in, you yeah. find out about the Raiders' injuries. That, yeah, that's good. And a lot of that happened today, right? Jacobs yeah. was official today. Yeah. Like Incognito was official today. Yeah. Um. Look, Everybody's going to be on the Steelers. I don't know if we care about that. That's probably. I, I would think that's. Gonna are be they it. though? Because Raiders are still home team. Around here, yeah. Oh, region, regional. Contest I guess I don't bias. know how that's worked in the contest. I don't know if there's been a ton of regional bias, like in the contest. weren't they weren't they really popular in in week one? The Raiders. Raiders were, yeah. yeah. In week one, yeah. I'm just saying from like years past, though. I don't, yeah. I don't really remember. I feel like we're the, just anecdotally hearing the same people that were high on the Raiders in week one are pretty realistic about the Raiders in week two. Like they're they're not very. No, bold. that's true. Yeah. I, that, that's true. I, the yeah. people I heard that were even. I mean, I bet the Raiders in week one. People are higher on them in week one than me. Are seem to be. Yeah. Very down on them so, this week. So we, let's look at it this way then. So let's. I understand we don't necessarily. I mean, it's 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 early in the deal, and we're not. We don't have to like game theory this all that much but if, if we are I mean obviously there's a huge payouts for these quarterly prizes so I mean like if if we do want to take a shot at those 
the Falcons at 12 and a half is going to be by far the least played of any of the things that we've mentioned. I would think so. All right. Well, people are not going to, people are not going to feel comfortable I would playing, think- playing the, the Falcons as after watching them just get completely, completely demoralized last week. Yeah. I would think from least to most played in my, I would think is Falcons, Falcons, Eagles, Titans, Steelers of those four. So you think there will be a lot of Steelers plays? I don't. I think I feel like I see. Hey, maybe it's right around where the Titans are. I think there's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be able to pass up six points with the Titans. I think. Where do they, you lean, Gil? I think they might be. Where close do you Where do you lean? I listen. Uh, the Steelers keeps popping up in my head. Yeah, it really does. Like I can't shake it. I'm. I'm just sort of like. I'm okay. fine playing five. Could I don't care. Them. Like I mean, if if we if we're confident in the picks, then it doesn't matter. I mean, like. We don't have to be these these people that think is you know that it's cool because you have to play underdogs. <laughs> Cut to whatever. a shot of of me watching Ben throw the ball in the dirt the first <laughs> yeah. time they have the ball, and I'm just like, this was a terrible fake. What a, yeah, what but a, it can be the same thing with Bugs Falcons, right? When oh, it's like yeah. when it's forty to seven, what, you're like, oh, what's, cool. that's how we should determine this. What is going to induce the least self-loathing, right? The Steelers, the Falcons. You, like, you know what? You know what? That's a yeah. good question, Gil. Yeah. And I think I just solved it because I will jump the fence to the Steelers on that one. I think there's less self-loathing if they don't cover that number than if I'm sitting there on Sunday watching the Falcons get blown out and look horrible for two weeks. And going, yes. and going what, 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 were we, yeah. what were we doing? What were we doing? We saw it in week one. What are we yeah. thinking? Okay, we're going off script then. We're going we're gonna to go with a game. That none of the three of us submitted. <laughs> submitted it. But this is why, that's why but we, that's why we do this yeah, Friday yeah, night. We, we talk but things that, through. And we do the injury report. Mm-hmm. That's why we do this whole exercise. You, you're okay with it over the Eagles? I, I, like I said, I mean, it's, it's my other play. So, okay. I mean, like, I'm, I'm definitely okay with it. It's going to be my entry. I mean, it's going to be one of my entries. You know? Oh, you the other the, uh, Eagles on one and Steelers on mm-hmm. another? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It, that's I, I think it's the Steelers. It is, yeah. I think okay. it's the Steelers. Because as much as I think about this, that's the one where I'm like, we cannot pass that one up. And if they and if they cover, you know, if they don't cover, they don't cover. But that's one that I, I feel good about. Hey, you know what I'm going to do this week, guys, is write it on my laptop and not on the computer here. Oh, good so idea. So tomorrow, I'm not like, what did we play again? <laughs> yes. As he submits it at <laughs> Circa. <laughs> that was probably know our week picks. one text. I'm like, oh, hey, guys, these were our plays, right? Yeah. I mean, and just for, you know, I mean, just for, uh, well, well, actually, never mind. We're, we're recapping next segment anyway. But, yeah, I, it's. Yeah, this is very similar to real life for me as well. Oh these yeah, contests. my my yeah, bets yeah, 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 reflect yeah, yeah. these completely this week, which isn't always the case. As you no, say. no, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, so there you go. We've made our decision. How to get gavels? That was a good. That was a good. Nice. We we yeah. were able to discuss things. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to like it. Uh, that was, that was, <laughs> we went it was very civil. It was very, yeah. It was it was very good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. The fights lot. are coming at some point. Oh yeah, the fights are coming oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, like you guys didn't get to fight over the Bills Dolphins. It was, so we were just. Too many similarities. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. We'll give you. We'll give you our actual bets of the NFL, which, as we said, might be very similar in some of these circumstances. Coming back on Veasan's primetime action. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. You say data or data? You a data I think or I'm data a data guy. guy. Really? I mix them in. How's that for data? Yeah, data. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, what, Fisdale? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Data. I got mixed them in. It's one of those I say both ways. Data. I don't say data anymore. I used to. Now I just go data. Albert Pujols at the plate for the Dodgers. Two down in the top of the ninth. Man on, and the Dodgers down two. So Pujols represents the tying run, and he has had himself a really good pinch-hitting season. And there's the first pitch, and Pujols sends it right to center field, and that's the ball game. Cincinnati beats the Dodgers 3-1, to and so the Dodgers fall a game and a half back behind the Giants with the Giants game pending tonight. That is big news in the Bay. 
That was quality play by play, though, because you got me excited right when it came off the bat. Mm. It's like to center. That was, uh, that I, was just I me getting flash. Turned my head around to look, then and it's out. That was it just was me a, getting um, fooled. It was a big game for 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 all teams, for yes. so many different teams. The Reds yes. uh, now stay within reach of the of the Cardinals. They come into the to the night a game behind the Cardinals. Cardinals beating the Padres. Padres are wedged in between the uh, Cardinals and the Reds. So uh, again, three to nothing there. We'll see if that holds up. But that game is quite young. Uh, just updating the score there. Four to nothing Cardinals now, top of the fifth. So Reds keeping pace with the Cardinals, as it turns out. 21-21 between UCF and Louisville. Good game in college football. Midway, just past the midway mark of the third quarter. Illinois and Maryland, not so much. Was that field goal blocked, the little chip shot field goal? Field goal was blocked, yes. Big 10 action, 0-0 late first quarter. Come and get it. All right, bets. Actual bets. Matt, start with you. All right, um... So you you've been watching all week, you know. Probably my favorite bet that I've put in my account uh, in in a hot minute is this Chiefs point and a half. And you I said mean, you think it might be your favorite bet all year. Yes, when you look and it back. could end up being my favorite bet all year. Um, there is so many things working against this Ravens team into this in this game. I and mean, really, the only thing you could point at here that that would lead that you could like make a case really for the Ravens would be that the fact that the Chiefs are on the road. I mean like so yes, it is it is a road game for the Chiefs. Outside of that, you are getting so many different ways with corners being out, defensive ends being out, tackle you know going to be without your starting left tackle and the way that you play defense plays into the strength of oh by the way, maybe the greatest quarterback we've ever seen play the position in the history of the game when it's all said and done. And so so many different ways that I really like the Chiefs to win this game and win this game handily. Cardinals and Rams both. We've been talking about this all week long. And, you know, again, I am on a bunch of favorites this week, and it is a prove-it week for me. Prove it to me that you are not a terrible team. Prove it to me that what I saw last week from both sides of this thing is is me just being uh, overreacting here. And so with the Cardinals, I saw a very, very efficient offense, and I saw a defense for the first time. In a while, and that's the thing here. That was the difference for me. It's not just that I was enamored by this Cardinals offense, which, by the way, I was. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I was. <laughs> just to be not- noted. Yes. Well done. yes. Well done. Which, by the way, I was. Mm-hmm. But also, they actually have a defense, and then you also look on, and then you look at the the Viking side of things, and what they did was just kind of sputter up and down the field, and they want to be a run first team, and if that's the case, then good luck keeping up with this Cardinals team. So I, I like the Cardinals a lot, and of course, you know. How much I like the Rams preseason, and you know how much I hate how much I hate the Colts preseason as well. And so, give me the Rams as just a field goal favorite here against this Colts team. Again, is also dealing with a bunch of uh, injuries on their end as well, and it could be real bad if all those questionables break against them as well. Love the Patriots this week. There's just listen. It's, if it's rookie versus rookie here, one guy has a talented team around him, and the other team doesn't, and the other team has uh, Bill Belichick. On the sideline, give me the talented team with Bill Belichick on the sideline. And then, again, this Eagles bet just just got in there today, and that was because of this 49ers injury report. I'm not in love with it, to be perfectly honest, but it's one of those things where sometimes opportunities, I feel like, just present themselves, and you kind of have to jump on them. And so um, Eagles is three-point dogs here against this really, really beat-up 49ers team. And I went, I needed a, a teaser leg in order to uh, to pair up with the, with, with the Bengals, so I also put that in with the uh, 
with the Eagles, I think that Bengals game is going to be a low-scoring game. So if it's a low-scoring game, then you get the Bengals. If I get them getting eight and a half points with them in a low-scoring game, I'll take that all day. Very nice. I like all of them. Mm-hmm. After, after listening to this show for three hours, how could you not be solidified in your picks at this point? Uh, I, too, have the Chiefs bottom down at minus three, minus 134. Um, I also have the Rams minus four at the, at the uh, Colts. Prove me wrong, Indianapolis Colts. The Dolphins, uh, we mentioned this earlier. I really like the Dolphins plus three and a half. That line just does not make sense to me uh, in the Dolphins-Bills game. I don't think the Bills should be three in the hook on the road. Again, the implication is that the Bills would be nine and a half point home favors against the Dolphins. What are we talking about here? Uh, and I think the Dolphins are, are still stealth in the market. Again, what, what mm-hmm. shows in the box score does not typically reflect what the result ends up being in Dolphins games. And there's a bit of a, that that after a while, you can't just be smoking mirrors all the time. There's got to be something that we're not accounting for. And I think the Dolphins are turning into, you know, Patriots light, Patriots from uh, from the Belichick heyday. Cardinals, uh, I actually bought this down too, Kelly. I don't know why I sent you the minus three and a half. I, I'll tell you what I have. I have minus three, minus 134 as well on the Cardinals uh, in that one. I bought it down to the three. So I like the, I, I, you know, and I probably, I think I asked you this earlier, Matt, this week. Like, is there a team that after just one week, again, we're all trying to prevent overreaction after one week of football, but is there a team that definitely changed that you think might have have jogged something in your head that changes what your pre-flop conviction was on them before the season started? And for me, it's the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I just think that they're going to be outstanding. I'm going to make a futures bet, I think, on them before the weekend as well or before Sunday. So that's the other one. And my teaser was the Bengals and the Patriots. Uh, the Bengals were the natural Stanford Wong uh, teaser leg. And then the Patriots just tease them down basically to have to win this game. So that's – it was sort of the same thing, Matt. Yeah. So I had the Bengals and I was looking for something else, and the Patriots is what I landed on. Kelly? All right, yeah, I'll start with uh, the Falcons here. That was the latest one I added uh, today. Uh, Falcons catching 13 on the road at the Buccaneers. Uh, and really, this is just injury situation that we uh, Matt went through big time earlier on the Buccaneers side. Carlton Davis questionable today. If he doesn't end up playing, they're going to be down both of their starting cornerbacks uh, that were heading into the season. I uh, just think that's going to be could be uh, a big advantage for what the Falcons have on the outside. So 13 points. This could be backdoor territory. I, that, mm-hmm. that 13, I liked that number enough to play it. Uh, 49ers is one I played as an opener. Got to be honest, after the injuries have started to pile up for the 49ers this week, and I rewatched some of that Eagles-Falcons game from last week, uh, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend a play on this, but I wanted to be transparent. This is what yeah. I have going into the week. Um, so not necessarily sure I would recommend that. I know Matt's on the opposite side of it. Um, so moving on from that, Bills heads up with – with Gill here, completely respect everything that he's saying. I do think if you reverse this and this game was in Buffalo, oh, nine and a half points would be a, a an absurd amount. I do think, though, that these, when you kind of see point spreads like this, they don't translate directly like that when they're three around three. Um, so I'm okay. It is going to be a tough game for the Bills going into Miami, laying three, but this is, I'll, I'll use that phrase, prove it to me, and spin it another way where this is Bills. You, you've been a quality AFC team the past two years. You have Super Bowl aspirations. These are the games you have to be able to win. If you're going to lay an egg in, game, in week one, you have to be able to go down to Miami in week two and win a big divisional game against the Dolphins. Um, so I'm laying three there at minus 120. Uh, and then uh, I played the, end up playing the same teaser. I'll jump to that real quick. The teaser, Bengals 
uh, up to eight and a half, and then Patriots is a pick em. This was really, I was really looking all week kind of to what to pair the Bengals with. Sounds like we kind of all were at different points. We all knew we wanted to play that leg. What were we going to add with it? And Patriots was a team I had in the back of my mind. I was going to tie into a money line parlay. Got to be honest, Gil, you sent me over your picks, and I'm like, listen, I think I'm I'm struggling too much to figure out two other teams to pair with the Bengals and Patriots. Just put them together. I think it's a smarter way to play it. So that teaser, and that's the only teaser for me this week. And then, gentlemen, this is Chiefs this week. I can comfortably say this is the the game I have the second most amount of money on in an NFL side going back the past 12 months at least. Wow. What was number one? What was number one? Oh, the no. last time that I bet on the Chiefs in the freaking Super Bowl, Gil. So, uh, How did I know that was the let's answer? Let's really hope the same thing doesn't happen uh, this week around. So, yeah. This Chiefs would be the number two, number one, and number two liability for me over the past uh, season and season and something here, season and a week of the NFL. So, uh, yeah, that's my card for the weekend. See how we do, boys. I uh, I feel like I'm ready to put in my picks. Yeah. But but I'm gonna wait because you never know. You never know. Deadline tomorrow afternoon. No reason to put them in tonight. No reason, but yeah. I am. It would take a lot to move me off of yeah. where, where I'm going. It would. Be. It would take something yeah. uh, breaking, if you would. Uh, the Boom Sticky Booms are here. That means it's time to, for us to go. Um, great week here on the show. Really appreciate you watching. We'll be back a Monday night on primetime action for Monday Night Football and the Packers and the Lions. Till then, good luck with all your bets this weekend for Matt, for Kelly, Gil Alexander. The Nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King next from Circa Enjoy. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.